Hey, Giovanni. Yes. Do you want to be on top? When am I not? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to You Wanna Be On Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's Next Top Model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Aya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you wanna be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to You Want to Be on Top, an episode by episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined by my famous co host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya of the ANTM Institute International. Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great day today. And we have a very special guest joining us today. Could you please introduce yourself to the panel? Hi, everybody. I'm uh, Martine Hernandez and a uh, constant nuisance in Charlie's life. It's a pleasure to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Martine. But before we dive into this week's episode, could you tell us a little bit about how you discovered America's Next Top Model and who your favorite models have been? Yes, um, America's Next Top Model is very uh, tell me your son is gay without telling me your son is gay for me. <laughs> wow, in my life. someone send that to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to cut you off, but literally, I don't know why my mom was so upset. <laughs> um, I, I, I was lucky. I had the reverse problem, which is that my mom wanted to watch it with me all the time. Um, and so it's where I got to cut my teeth on being an armchair judge at home, uh, you know, skills that would be very useful later for Project Runway, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, just sitting there, uh, not knowing what I'm talking about, but acting like I do anyway. So yeah, got a lot of love for it. Uh, think about watching it with my parents, my, my mom all the time. Controversial apparently, but but you know, my favorite uh, uh, model from the cycle three, I think, right? Or no, cycle four, Naima Moran, my girl, which I think puts me on Giovanni's hit list. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, not hit list. I just think there's better girls out there. That's fair. Um, That's some fair. with personalities, you know, that we, <laughs> that I can understand. But you can't say looks. She got the looks. Mm -hmm. She has the looks. She has the looks. That is your opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, super happy to be with you guys today. This is this is gonna be great. Let's get down to business and work through today's episode. We are discussing cycle two, episode three. We open with Shandy reflecting on how bad her walk was at panel, and so she practices with the girls in the loft while wearing some very beautiful drape. Here we go sleeping, again with the drapes. Sleeping bag, sleeping bag couture <laughs> yeah. happening. <laughs> Refresh my memory, but I think Victor and Rolf had a sleeping realness collection so i stand i stand in alliance to them and then sleeping realness appeared in the shows of six other designers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heather says that she's feeling left out of the group and we see a lot of her sulking uh on the floor not speaking to anyone she's just having so many feelings people think that because she's california she must be so sweet and innocent but she's, but she's actually from moreno valley <laughs> <laughs> she is an inland empire girl yes you know what they say about those girls what <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh oh. We gotta, uh, so we're going we're to have to send a police detail to check on Giovanni later. Uh, make sure that those IE girls aren't coming. We lost our followers in the Inland Empire. <laughs> uh, it turns, turns out Heather's just homesick and she's missing her best friend, her mom. 
Her mom. Cute. And then Cute. Tyra Mail. arrives telling them that they need to be somewhere in basically eight minutes yeah i mean that's five more minutes than they deserve so you know that's <laughs> pretty pretty sweet of them yeah we're, what what producer inter- the paid intern who's doing this timer is like was he running late were they running late <laughs> or was this just part of like tyra's like you know antics and like i'm gonna give them eight minutes to be ready it, it seemed like everyone else had already read the tyra mail and this was heather being like wait what are we doing why is everyone awake <laughs> And okay, running around the sense. house frantically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, makes sense then. Makes sense then. Weird editing. Well, you know what? The girls go to a building and they meet Tyra and Jay and two men. And Tyra's like, well, now you know where you are. You're in a salon. Thank you, Tyra, because, you know, the sign on the door, you know, didn't give it away. Um, <laughs> so, you know what that means? It is makeover day. And, and Jay is here, not as creative director, but he's here as the makeup police, as he likes to call himself. Self-identified. Self-identified. And the reading queen who says, uh, <laughs> I'm here to get you all together because yes. this is not it. I feel like I'm shady and I read a lot, but like Jay is the library. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he is the one who hands you your library cards because having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. (laughs) Thank you, PBS. (laughs) Jay also can't wait to tell you that you are overdue. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The girls are going to get their hair done. They're going to get nails. And Tyra imparts some wisdom on them that top models don't have pretty nails. They just have their bare nails. They're just buffed. You don't need the acrylics. You don't need the tips because it doesn't make you versatile. And some of them get teeth whitening. And, you know, I wish I had been there because I would love a good teeth whitening for free. Same. Um, Shandy gets fresh look for her eyes. Um, <laughs> fresh she's look wearing glasses. is color for your eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she gets her, she, she pops her eye cherry and she gets oh. some contacts. Wow. There are some notable highlights. Katie, talking head, says, I don't care what they do to my hair. We love a foreshadowing moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lie detectors, that was a lie. <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. You do, in fact, care what happens to you. Yes. <laughs> you care a lot. Yeah. Tyra's like, we're gonna, you look like Twiggy, so you know what, we're gonna make you Twiggy. And so she gets the severe cut of this cycle. Um, Joanna gets the edgiest haircut, I think. She looks like a rooster. A little rooster mohawk, so very of, I don't know what era, but it, it certainly yeah. wasn't 2004. Sarah, she gets, you know, big, beautiful hair, but she's giving me very Fiona from Shameless. I wanna, wait, I wanna jump back and just say, that wasn't 2004, the era of like the, the Pony Hawk and like Sanjaya on American Idol. Like, I feel like there was a, a moment where like the pompadour for girls kind of approximating a mohawk was, was having a moment. Sanjaya was like later on though. Right. But like Gwen Stefani Pony Hawk, I, th- I feel like is squarely this era. I thought Gwen Stefani was rocking the bindi right now. No, that was ni- 96. Okay, I was too young for that. <laughs> Thank God I'm here as the historian of everything that Thank happened you. before the year 2000. As our revered pop culture elder. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That You know, that could be your title. You're, you'll be the historian and I'll be the doctor. <laughs> okay. Love it. There you go. Love it. We both have PhDs. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I yeah. love my honorary degree. <laughs> From the AMTM Institute. <laughs> <laughs> I do think like you see the girls like they're grappling with 
you know, like traditionally girls have long hair. And so now they're cutting that off and, and trying to rock these like shorter cuts. And the girls are like, ah, I don't know necessarily yeah. how to do with that. <laughs> you have the, we'll talk about Katie, but then you also have, you know, Joanna being like, all right, I'm going to rock this. I'm going to make it work. Give, yeah. give it to me. Yeah. Cause Joanna has no choice to like her haircut though. <laughs> cause right. she really, cause she really wants this. Right. Um, Mercedes, you know, our, our Latina queen of this cycle gets big, sexy curls because what else would you give a commercial girl who already That's has right. big curly hair is more curls. Yeah. Blow it out. Uh, literally. <laughs> um, while they're getting their makeovers, Jay gives them a makeup tutorial. Um, very welcome to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's me. I'm back with another makeup tutorial. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay for that kitchen ring still. <laughs> oh, I love a kitchen reference for Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the loft, Tyra Mill. Tells them to beat their face and beat the clock, which kicks off the challenge for the week. Uh, so they go and meet Jay Manuel and Julie Redfern, the Sephora beauty editor at a loft where they have to replicate a bare face to beat mug with a smoky eye. Very 2000s, you know, you got to perfect the smoky eye. They're giving yeah. these girls life lessons. That's what they're, <laughs> they're like, if you learn nothing from this, you will learn how to do a smoky eye. Yeah. How to, how to survive in the wild. Yeah. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, and to further add to, you know, the survival techniques, uh, the, the only complication of this challenge is that there is one mirror, one set of brushes, and one palette, and all of the girls have to fight over uh, those items in order to complete the challenge, but they were generous enough to give them 10 pairs of eyelashes. So Alexa, play Lose Yourself by Eminem, please. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. They're ready. They're ready. Um, and they have 15 minutes to complete uh, their look. The prize will be a dinner for the winner and three friends at the loft, uh, prepared by the losers of the challenge, uh, which is really exciting. And before they can even hit the buzzer, Camille has dropped into an Olympic sprinter <laughs> position. She said, listen, there's no gold medal at the end of this, but I will be the first girl at the mirror. It, that is, that's what's happening. She didn't say it, but she is playing. This is not America's best friend race. Yeah, that's right. This that's this right. one was very controversial between the three of us because you guys all thought she cheated, but I thought she was playing the game. Friend, they do us. They do a cut to uh, <laughs> of, of her cutting it, but she's recap. Someone was already in front of her. She wasn't in line in the first place anyway. We all know that it, it, had Charlie been there, it would have taken him two steps to have been at the mirror already. <laughs> I consider that cheating. He should have been in the back of the room. Genetic cheating? Is that right? Are you, are you accusing me of doping? Charlie says it's not my fault that God gave me all this body. <laughs> body by God, thank you. Body by God. I did see. I saw Camille run on the one. She did not wait for. God. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Toppers, go. watch the episode and then get back to us. Yeah. Uh, but comment below. Let us know uh, <laughs> if she cheat or not. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Um, so there's 15 minutes of chaos, although everybody seems to end up with a brush or an eyeliner pencil of some sort, which is wonderful. Um, and ultimately, Jay picks Joanna as the winner. And Joanna gets to pick uh, the three girls that will join her for dinner. So she picks Sarah, then Ziomara, then she gestures towards <laughs> Heather's direction, but then picks April, uh, which of course 
shatters Heather into a million pieces um, and, and destroys their budding mother and daughter relationship. <laughs> but in a beautiful moment, this opens the door for Heather to latch onto Katie's maternal teat from this point forward in the episode. <laughs> yes, which is, uh, you know, she, we're happy she's finding a soft place to land. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's finding a new home. <laughs> That's right. Um, so before they leave, the little bit of drama, you know, a classic uh, reality show uh, moment here where all of a sudden Shandy drops to the floor fainting, <laughs> um, blaming it on a lack of sleep, blaming it on a lack of food. Uh, but ultimately, okay, <laughs> right. But uh, never fear, it is a Capri Sun that brings her back from the brink. And whomst amongst us has not been revived by a Capri Sun. That's all I. That's all I have to say. Not a Capri Sun, but you know, um, me being naive sometimes, I really thought she was sniffing jungle juice <laughs> because <laughs> if I know anything, it is that that will revive you. <laughs> is that is that you being naive or being a homosexual? I'm, I'm not sure which one uh, is more more applicable. Can, here. can it be both? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, category says it's both. And also, I mean, whom's amongst us has not been revived by poppers once upon a time. You know, I mean, that's. Uh, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. It was very exciting to watch Shandy invent the de death drop on this cycle. Yeah, that's right. Hits the floor. Uh, okay, I don't know about that because she's like <laughs> literally dying. <trying> to... <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. So back at the loft, uh, the girls start cooking dinner and the three Adams from the Garden of Eden Shoe in episode one have been paroled from Janice's sex dungeon for the night and they come in through the elevator. And the girls are hot and heavy. They're sweating. They're, they're like male, male energy in the household. Give it all to me. <laughs> Girl, Hello. Ask me about my Eve. Ioana <laughs> uh, is definitely living her networking fantasy and she is just pumping those models for info on working for IMG while simultaneously shitting on every one of her housemates who has to serve her dinner. She repeatedly calls Katie Twiggy and she uh, eventually demands more lettuce for her salad from Twiggy. You know if you are a, a the doctor like I am you know that we see the Greek salad make its first appearance ever in this episode um, so you know what? Long, long live lettuce. <laughs> Iconic. 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 <laughs> Let me say that in Greek if I can't. <laughs> As luck would have it, another Tyra male. Arrives with a series of definitions of the word fear or the prefix of fear. Different phobia different is the actual of, yeah. suffix. Or different something? phobias. Okay. Cool. Um, the fear of beautiful women. Um, I don't have that fear, unfortunately. <laughs> the fear of snakes. I have that one most definitely on lock. The fear of pain. 1000% me as well. Wow. Are these fears for the girls or is Tyra reading me again? Mm. <laughs> um, and then ask them what they're afraid of. And you know, you know gotta love gotta love a good deep psychological moment. Thank you, America's Next Top Model. <laughs> Tyra was like, How can I traumatize a little gay boy in Georgia on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> While I'm watching it underneath the sheet. <laughs> Cut to Katie because Katie's getting a lot of airtime today. Um, mm -hmm. you know, because she is is just milking the camera today. And she says that fear is a waste of time and emotion. I mean. I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know how you can be a full person without any sort of fear. I feel like that is a 
that is a fault that we're built with. And, and she speaks very confidently about this uh, it, in this moment in a way that makes you think, oh, wow, she must really, she must truly be Wonder not, Woman. Yeah, truly not have any fear, uh, which is quite the backdrop for, for what's coming <laughs> next. It, it's actually very hard to distinguish between bravery and stupidity, unfortunately. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, embodied in this. Embodied. Yes. <laughs> again body <laughs> <being the operative word. laughs> well after she you know makes her stance we end up at the photo shoot we are at an abandoned industrial building which is the future home of american apparel Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. More foreshadowing. More foreshadowing. Oh God. And where we see a ambulance waiting for the girls and they're like, there has to be an ambulance here. So they go into the building, they're jumping bars, there's like paint chipping, there's literally a dead ass skeleton bird. Like we <laughs> see the claws up. <laughs> it's very survival horror found footage uh horror movie in this yes. sequence. Yes. yes. <laughs> Um, Jay reveals that the shoot will be be done while the girls are suspended over a gaping hole. I mean, hopes amongst us having been suspended <laughs> over a gaping hole. You know what I'm saying? Just... With, the, with the help of poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing the real world education for the girls. You gotta yeah. <laughs> I just call that Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I call that the back alley behind trunks. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, so they're, they're going to be suspended over a hole. They're wearing harnesses and are going to be holding up to some gymnastic rings because this is a battle of, uh, I don't know. It's like, a, what is this, like a triathlon or something? Yeah. <laughs> Sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, Katie sobs and she won't stop. Because, you know, she is, we were told in the makeup episode, the makeup portion of this episode that Janasha claims that Katie can cry on the drop of a hat. So is this a performance or is this real? We shall never know. But she, you know, talks about fears and fear. The only fear that she has is falling to her death. I resonate with that. That's also a fear of mine. And then Katie says, I wish my dad was here. And they whip out a Nokia phone so quickly. (laughs) Call her daddy and say, hey, you know what? Whatever you need to do to get through this. (laughs) These are not night and weekend minutes. So talk fast. I was going to say, is this this a collect call, Katie? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right uh are, is this an in-network call Tyler? <laughs> yes <laughs> wow throwback, throwback, throwback. um yeah so quite a quite a contradiction there for little miss uh i have no fears who is now quaking in her boots at the prospect Literally. of this photo shoot uh so the photographer for this shoot is richard dean with his piercing blue eyes and wonderful gap teeth we love a gap and some of the girls really are off to the races shandy does the damn thing looking amazing after her redone teeth redone eyes redone hair she is uh she's the biotic woman now (laughs) yeah exactly uh, April also has no fear, jumping straight into the hole. Uh, no fear. <laughs> gotta, gotta love that April icon uh, teaching the children. Heather gets dragged for keeping her mouth open the whole time. And again, I don't know about you, but uh, I also keep my mouth open when I'm dangling over a gaping hole. <laughs> um, and unfortunately for Camille, uh, Jay tells us that he feels like she's getting worse as the shoot go on, goes on, which uh, definitely not the critique that you want to receive. Uh, Joanna was scattered and had a hard time uh, focusing. And the whole time, Katie is panicking and uh, she's just not wanting to be suspended over the hole and do this uh, <laughs> do this shoot. So uh, Z- Ziomara, uh, out of the 
kindness out of, of her heart, asks Katie if it's okay if she goes before her and they bring her out so that Dumada can be uh, kind of like an example for Katie that everything is going to be okay. But while she is, Zumara is over the hole, getting her pictures taken, <laughs> doing all those great things. Jay is having to comfort Katie, who is full, full-blown panicking. And unfortunately, uh, Jay does not get to really give Zumara a lot of uh, comments about her shoot uh, because she is, uh, he's busy taking care of Katie. She gets no love in her own words. She gets no love, yeah. But you know what though? Haven't we all cried over our first experience over a gaping hole? I, so I can see where Katie is coming from. <laughs> you never forget right. your first time. Yeah. Never. Never. So then we're at panel. Janice looks amazing. The boobs are out. They're contoured. The top is clinging to her for dear life. Tyra also looks great. I have to say that we see Tyra through so many lenses throughout the series and I think cycle two is the best Tyra has ever looked look wise the red hair was her friend the the look she was she, it was a lot of black like like mixed materials so she was serving it yeah they look they look gorgeous Jay Manuel is the guest judge for this panel and he gives the girls a panel challenge to do either a goth mod futuristic or 80s punk makeup look without any reference material so just from like their own imagination the judges really were into shandy's goth look janasha's futuristic look and sarah's 80s punk look definitely the highlights of this challenge and the low points were ziomara's goth look even though ziomara says goths don't talk i used to be friends with them in high school <laughs> after nigel tells her that she looks like a mime yeah <laughs> and eric's like we're talking about fashion goth though not the kids you went to high school with <laughs> and we're at the photo part of the show which is our favorite part um, the top picks of the week so far were Shandy. I mean, I think the platinum hair, the teeth, the contacts, the elevated look that she had during the photo shoot, you know, she slayed. Um, Tyra, you know, her famous iconic words are, this is right out of a high fashion magazine, mm -hmm. um, giving us clockwork orange realness, like to a T. Mm -hmm. um, Heather only had two good shots, according to Jay, and Nigel says it's okay because you only need one. But then Tyra and Eric... Um, go ballistic and they're like no that's completely <laughs> wrong you need at least yeah. 20 good ones and then one crazy ass one that pops out mercedes got some good notes of course and nigel being nigel barker because i think the barker is trying to do some barker stuff. is off the leash yeah yeah he says her booty looks great and then camera pans to a close-up of mercedes's butt <laughs> being held up by the by the harness um which is um friday night on instagram <laughs> <laughs> Eric says that Janasha looked a foot taller. Um, she was photographed from above, so of course she's gonna look longer, I would hope mm -hmm. so. They like April's. Uh, she had a really, she had a few good shots, according to Jay, and she credits this to having done yoga for six years. So maybe I should hop on that yoga train too. Sarah got a compliment about her pose from Eric. Um, she had some good shots. Um, okay, I didn't really like her photo that much. Katie's photos were good, despite her drama. They picked her second shot because she only shot for 12 shots or 12, she only had 12 frames. And and I uh, thought they were gonna make a bigger deal out of that because yeah. like, again, I we talked earlier about how like Jay at one point has to go into the trailer and tell Katie before he drags her out, like if we're gonna do that, you're either doing this now or you're not doing it at all. And so that comboed with like, she only did like 12. I mean, I guess they got the shot, so that's what matters, but you know, you would expect them to kind of be like, you were not, you know, really uh, being a good participant in this challenge and being a good contestant. Yeah. <laughs> what, and what's also funny is that he's like, we're going to lose light. Um, you're shooting inside <laughs> of a building with artificial light, Jay. What is the light 
running out have to do anything with this she's literally over a gaping hole he meant the light in his heart okay <laughs> it was fading fast it's like when you have your really drunk friend who's like puking in the bathroom and you're like you know the uber is outside but really like, like, 20 minutes away you know that it was giving me very that <laughs> it's like look <laughs> let me get you know our clunkers because what is a good photo shoot without some bad ones camille struggled it was just not good her mouth was open she was holding for dear life there was no intensity honestly heather also suffered from open mouth disease and couldn't keep it closed, even though Jay, every other sound bite from Jay is close your mouth. Close your yeah. mouth. Close your mouth. <laughs> so he it's like. He didn't want rats from the abandoned building to just jump into their open mouth. He was just right? looking, looking out for them. It's a health hazard. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Siomara was not getting any love. So she was not connecting with the camera and the shot. Her shoot, I think, was just overall sloppy, which I think is what the general consensus is of this group. But it really doesn't matter because it's only my opinion that matters. <laughs> In the end, we have Ziomara and Heather, who got pretty bad critiques. The judges had quite a, a bit to say about both of them, end up in the bottom two. And unfortunately, Heather is sent back to the rolling fields of California where <laughs> uh, she can be back out on the pastures and innocent and, and youthful. And reunited with her mom. There's <laughs> pastures yeah. in Moreno Valley. <laughs> that's all there is there <laughs> in silos well let's do uh judging the judges i'll see you in court we'll briefly summarize the judges feedback and then we'll discuss the photos from our perspective so nigel again says that Joanna needs to work on her body while Joanna is not present in the room which it feels very sus again <laughs> uh, it's like nigel you can tell her something you know, encouraging about this. Mercedes is showing improvement in her photos and Shandy has <laughs> had a transformation. Uh, she's, she's had a transformation into Madonna from the Me Against the Music video. I love. I mean, she looks stunned in that she does. photo. She I really mean, does. she looks so great. Janice really loves April and Mercedes, but wants Heather and Janasha out. Eric, though, stands up for Janasha, who he thinks has potential. And Nigel says, she's not Kate Moss. So we know where he's falling on on the Janasha train. I also just want to point out that, like, at some point, Janice is talking about Joanna's 80s look. And she's like, I don't remember that, like, girls having that kind of a look in the 80s. And it's like, what does Janice Dickinson remember about the 80s? That's Truly. what I want to know. I Literally, I mean, honestly, let's be real. <laughs> I think she remembers being um, Valentino's muse and Adazine's muse. That's about it, right. though. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, let's talk photos. What do y'all think? Um, not good. <laughs> I'm, I, like, I really, I'm not impressed with this film um, I, overall. I tend to agree. Um, I mean, you should. Um, wow. Dr. Anaya. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, there were a lot of comments about, like, uh, from Jay during the photo shoot about like who was able to balance their body and who was also able to do that while paying attention to what was happening to their face. Mm-hmm. And you can just see that all over this challenge that like yeah. a lot of the girls yeah. did not really know how to do both. Maybe they have a good body position, but not a good face or good face, but not a great body position. Um, a couple of unfortunate seeming and am- seemingly amputees situation happening in these um, photos. So yeah, I think the, I think a lot of the girls were in their head for this, this challenge. Yeah. And Giovanni, you noticed that there were not, not very many necks at this photo shoot. <laughs> the only neck I see is, I see Mercedes's neck, Camille's neck, Sarah's neck. Um, Katie has a hint of neck. There's no heck on the heck. There's no neck on Heather, Siomara. Mm-hmm. Um, Janasha's giving neck, neck be- but she's just like, 
this almost looks like this is literally like um god what is that arts and craft thing collaging i feel like everyone was just cut out mm. and just placed in the photo yeah like, I, 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 there's no sense of i'm dangling from this hole the narrative in this creative is very bizarre because it's like why what are they selling why the, are they the, dangling the, over this hole yeah that yeah something seagull girl who, who? <laughs> well i was just gonna say that like it's uh, like the clothes are almost an afterthought and like a majority of these uh you know and a majority of these shots it's like oh yeah they're supposed to be selling these garments which they're not necessarily doing the vast majority of them mm -hmm. like this is this has more potential to be like a beauty shoot if the emphasis is so much on the makeup and i'm like yeah. why are they dangling hair and makeup is is really important here yeah um well martine who are the standouts for you um, so April was definitely number one for me, uh, and Giovanni can be mad about that. Um, <laughs> but I think that she uh, did a great job of activating her body and her face. She has clean lines. Um, and we're looking at this photo right next to Mercedes, who I also love. Uh, she's my girl in this season. But um, I just think April's, you know, really got what it meant to be like suspended and to be um, also in movement and kind of like in flight and selling the garment. So she's up there for me. And of course, Shandy, I mean, she just looks amazing. She's on a whole other level in this shoot. Um, and they're, you know, using this, these gymnast rings and Shandy's one of the only ones that you actually can't see that in the shot. It's like, maybe she's not even like using it. And so I think it adds kind of like a whole other element to her photo. So April and Shandy definitely were tops for me. Dr. Anaya, what would you like to share? Um, best photo, Shandy. Um, I mean, there's like no, there's no words. There's no comparison. She is the moment I feel like. <laughs> um, the issue I have, and as we're looking at these photos is that a lot of the girls are giving generic, like I'm hanging in air poses. Mm -hmm. Like no one's really that dynamic. Yeah. Like Simara looks like she tripped. Um, yeah. You and Danger Girl, that's what she looks yeah. like. Yeah, like. Janasha looks like she like has a headache, but like is like, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, Ioana looks good. I think she looks long and stuff. Um, I should have said, said more than more than stuff, but yeah, I'm just not really impressed with this film. I, it's just it's very like modeling 101. Like I'm gonna hang here and just I'm gonna stick my legs out, and I'm gonna look like I'm falling. Um, it. It's a lot of three-quarter profiles. Like the only one who's like maybe face on is maybe Shandy and Katie, but everyone's got everyone's giving me profile. Oh, you want us face on too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just not impressed. Sorry, Richard. It's just not good. It's, I don't like Sarah's photo at all. Yeah, she looks like she's um, like Mary Poppins coming in for a soft landing. <laughs> And where is the oh, leg, she's about the to take off. Leg. I think she's about to take off that fucking pointed <laughs> leg. That pointed. Mm -hmm. she, she's about. She's about to fucking Sailor Moon that shit. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if if there was a failure of direction overall in the shoot because it it doesn't seem like anyone is understanding what to do. My tops would be April. I like the the activation throughout her body. Um, she's really using the space. Um, she's taking up space. Mercedes, I also like the way that she's using her body, but it's less active than April, like Martine said. And then um, very much agree that Shandy is the clear, clear standout of the shoot because she, there's an effortlessness to her, her pose, her face. She does not look strained at all. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's effortless. Did I say that twice? I don't know. But yeah, she, it's that effortless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the outfit look, looks great. And I can't say that about the other models at all. Like, I I feel like she, Shandy is really selling this this look. Um, who would we eliminate this week? Martine, kick us off. I mean, Ziomata, like, literally looks like someone, uh, probably Katie went, pushed her behind uh, <laughs> and said, bye. Um, <laughs> she really did, though. We're missing a leg in this shot as well, which, um, you know, is very problematic. So I don't, um, I don't really love it. And then Joanna as well. Um, I don't know. I think it's, it, it, again, we're kind of a foot, foot to the back, kind of looking kind of weird, maybe sort of like cut off. And I just don't like the, it, you can't really tell what clothes she's wearing. The position kind of highlights the harness that they're using to like suspend them rather than the like the clothes and the garment. Um, so I just wasn't really um, impressed by either one of their, either one of their shots. But Ziomara, I mean like that, she looks like she's just straight up falling and trying mm -hmm. to grab onto that gymnast ring for dear life. Dr. Anaya. My bottoms, let's, I, plural, um, let's see. Camille. Always better to have more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Camille, Sarah, Heather, Siomara, Janasha. Like, I don't get it. And I, I, I'm going to bounce off of what Martine said that it, I just think the creative was, I, the creative is not good. I feel like obviously they're all wearing harnesses, but like, where's Janasha's, har where's Janasha's harness in this one? Yeah. Yeah. They kept it in some looks, but not in the other ones. Yeah. I just don't think that this is a good collective, um, you know, like film. And I think it's, I think it's just the creative. I think that if, the, why couldn't you have just been suspended like from the second floor? Why did, why did you have to be 30 feet, in, like 30 stories up in the air? This is serving yeah. me big vibes, Jurassic Park. Like you were so concerned about whether you could, you didn't stop to think about whether you should. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know if I get that reference, honestly. Um, and to have them also try to sell the clothes, like the harness. And that's, I think, what also makes Shandy so amazing is like the harness is actually very visible in Shandy's shot. But you just don't care like it like you're not really paying attention mm -hmm. and so some of the other girls where the harness is really visible like it takes you out of it so I do agree that it's maybe the brief like it, it, making them face their fears and be dangling and be trying to sell clothes all at the same time is is a lot um so you can kind of see that in the in the challenge yeah I, yeah it's a, it's it's hard to pick a bottom two here I agree it's like bottom it's like half it's like bottom six it's just like the gay community, all bottoms and two tops. <laughs> no lies were detected again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 at a I'm not always at a loss for words, but I am today. Yeah, yeah. I think you know I'm. Uh, what yeah. say you? I'm trying I'm trying to figure out what I want to say. Like Heather, who we just described as forgettable in the last episode has made herself unforgettable in a, in the worst way in this shoot. Like Heather um, looks short. Like, didn't you say, you made a D Snyder reference earlier. She is serving yes, I did. D, D, D this Snyder. Is, this is Shandy 2.0 for an appearance <laughs> today. What do you mean? I mean, remember during the, oh my God, what's so funny is I made that reference to a joke where they did a makeup challenge at panel and then they did a makeup challenge again at panel. Yeah. Didn't we also say that Shannon Stewart was serving D. Snyder vibes as well. Yeah, that, that is where that was coming from. Yeah, yeah. You forgot, I remember. You have to tell, you have to remind me of everything. I can't remember <laughs> it one day to the next because you might know that I'm old. Old. <laughs> I'm an old, I can't remember. Yeah, I just don't love, I mean, who would I send home? It's like, who would I not send home on this shoot? That's what, that's, that's what the question should have been. I, I feel like 
they picked the right bottom too. I love Ziomara. Um, she's not my favorite, but I do think that she's much better than this photo. It is bad. I would love to also have Kate. I'd love to have a bottom three and throw Katie in there just for good measure. Although she wasn't the bottom three. She her was, photo looks. Yeah. Her photo looks bad. It, it also you can tell like, I I'm pretty sure they photoshopped like her dress because she's wearing the harness. Right. The thing that I think is unforgivable about Katie's that at least Heather and Ziomara don't have is that Katie looks bored. Yeah. Yeah. And at least the other two are like putting some act. Some, well, Heather, Heather looks hungry for some pickles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the accuracy. She's like, I'm gonna get off this ring and go knock back some clock. <laughs> yeah. Someone get go me my velastic pickles, please. Yep, yep. And Katie has that really awkward arm placement on her thigh. It's yeah. like, what is going on here? I mean, we we know, of course, that she's terrified in this photo, but. I mean, that definitely comes across and it's a well, she deserves to be in the bottom for sure. Yeah. Katie is a three-time loser in the pose category. Like she has never served a pose so far. <laughs> Nor does she ever. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. I have spoken. Let us move on to the drama segment, One Smize to Live. Let's talk about the drama this episode. <laughs> it was filled. It was just, there was so much drama at every moment. This episode um, was an eclair and it was stuffed full of mil- <laughs> milky drama. And pickle juice. And pick- oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'm really gonna th- now I'm really going to throw up. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, I'm hungover. <laughs> um, Katie's makeover, I think she's the only one who had a problem with her makeover this cycle i feel like everyone was like kind of cool with it yeah. everyone was embracing the change well heather wasn't heather was upset too because she just got more blonder Bl- yeah. she got more blondie blondier yeah. yeah and i felt like this crying was more of a performance more than anything like i don't feel like she was just genuinely crying i think she was just like i am going to cry because they cut all my hair off and it's gonna it's gonna make me get some airtime on this show and they throw her boyfriend like a call with her boyfriend in later yes. and they're like <laughs> and her boy her man was like girl this is the the gig you signed up for <laughs> like, yeah. they, like this is i like career. him get it together yeah wherever he is really I, ho- I hope he's well um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, ho- I hope he's doing well for himself and then we I, we see the first time i guess like a girl crying to tyra about her haircut mm-hmm. or her makeover she's like i look like a boy and then i love how literally tyra's like yes it lo- may look like oliver twist but you know once we get <laughs> yeah. once we put some products in it it will be May I have some more, but high fashion? Yeah. I mean, um, basically, Tyra was like, uh, it's called fashion, sweetie. Look it yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I feel like she's telling her. Oh, my God. That should be Charlie's, like, bio on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's called fashion, darling. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a little bit of a weird moment uh, where Heather is just straight up eating pickles for dinner across the table from Joanna. Right out of the jar. Right out of the with jar. no fork, it's just just sticking her whole hand in there, fresh and crispy, uh, which <laughs> feels maybe a little bit concerning, perhaps a little disordered. And Joanna is telling her to eat more and like kind of mothering her. And uh, you know, it, of course, Heather's like, "Oh, love and affection and care. Are you my next best friend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you my mom? It's Are you my mom? mom? 
you're like you're old too <laughs> just like my mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah and ultimately uh you know we know that heather heather's looking for a new bestie um and so uh yeah she kind of like latches on to that um i can't help but to look at joanna for all the wrong reasons in this moment she has this pearl earring in her ear but it's like like inside of like the the like the loop of your ear i don't know what that 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 thing is called but it is serving me like like oyster realness like it's like get a q-tip like, girl yeah <laughs> it's like i just want to like flick it <laughs> it's like it shouldn't be there <laughs> yeah it's uh very distracting we get uh, a shot of of Joanna in the confessional during dinner where uh, the dinner that's prepared by all of the losing girls from the challenge where she says kind of like she's like tasting the sweet revenge of the moment and she's like I think it would be good for Camille to make or I'm glad Camille's making food for me it'll be good for her <laughs> yes uh giving questionable white master teas um in that moment and like it's clear that they don't like Camille whatever but you know but yeah, uh, definitely does not age well. Definitely yeah. does not age well. You know what? Joanna's from Florida, and we all know what a, we all know. A Florida is just the worst. Yeah, she's like, raised right. And we yeah. and we talked last week a little bit about the racial racialized presentation of Camille throughout this cycle, and so like it, this kind of feeds into that narrative that that they've been building through editing. Yeah, and I feel definitely. like I feel like Joanna is just as bad as Camille. I feel like if Joanna's saying it to the camera, she's aware of what she's doing. Whereas Camille's like, I'm just being me. Yeah. But mm, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's not any awareness there, which is I think why she gets away with it. Like why it's like kind of like I mean, she doesn't get away with it because they all call her out, but like it slides more because she's just like being Camille, whereas like Joanna's like, it feels so good to have her cook for me. I don't yeah. recall many moments where Camille's up in that confessional talking about other girls though. Exactly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's exactly. Camille's there to she's there to win and she I mean, conflict is a natural part of living with people. So it feels like Camille can at least tolerate conflict and ignore it for the the sake of the competition. And the other girls are like, Camille's making me crazy. This is the perfect example of the TV villain versus the real villain. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And like, we know that reality TV show at this time was definitely not trying to shy away from like stereotypes or like tropes of different kinds of people. And I also think like there's, I might have been Joanna during when they, do the makeup challenge where they all rush the single mirror. I think at some point somebody makes a comment about Camille having a big butt as well. And like, oh, that's oh, Yamara big... says that. Yeah, it's like her big butt was in the way. It's like, you know, like I said, not aging well. And we know the reality TV of this time was very much all about that. Yeah. Sadly, and unfortunately, the the, the Greek salad it causes some tension between um, Katie and Camille. We later come to find out that um, their Greek salad was actually was actually Camille's food, and she was gonna have to eat something tomorrow. And so Katie took her food from her, um, and Katie's like, "I'll go buy you some tonight. I'm so sorry. Like, it's just what's the big deal? It's it's just vegetables. <laughs> like, let's go to the bodega and spend one fifty. But at the same time, though, like, it's kind of like roommate rule number one is that you don't eat my food without asking. No, I totally, totally. I'm not saying that Katie's in the right. I'm just saying it's yeah. like it's all over six pieces of lettuce and one tomato. But, you yeah. know, all Katie had to say was like, I'm so sorry. I'll go buy you some more. And exactly. She, Which is she what did, she did. She was, like, she was like, no, she was like, calm down. It's just vegetables. Well, okay. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yes. After she yeah. said I would buy them for you. And then yeah. Camille got like, I have to, I have to eat tomorrow, too. And I think also the issue that the food was taken to sustain Joanna's life was probably part of Camille's. I know she's probably like, God damn it. Anyone yeah. else but Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> 
So during the whole dinner scene, uh, while Joanna is uh, very comfortable bossing everybody around, including <laughs> Heather, um, it just further throws salt in the wound for Heather that Joanna uh, did not pick her. And again, she is uh, very heartbroken that her pseudo mother has abandoned her in this competition uh, and made her be one of the helping hands for dinner. Joanna is living her dynasty fantasy throughout yeah. this meal. Could I have some lettuce, please? <laughs> Twiggy, Twiggy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I were Kitty, I would be like, shouldn't she be watching your body? Why are you wanting more lettuce? <laughs> this is a modeling competition. That's all I have to say. Are you sure you want another helping? Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> Don't you know that lettuce has a lot of water in it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But also I feel like Heather, it took this to the extreme. It's, yeah. all, it's like, she just didn't pick you for one challenge. It's okay. It's not like your mother left you at the bus stop when you were four years old. <laughs> wow. Wow. Roxy, Roxy Andrews. <laughs> Too bad Heather isn't gay because she can't make her old family. (laughs) (laughs) We as models get to die alone. (laughs) (laughs) So our last uh, bullet on the drama this week is Ziomara and Katie at panel. So when Ziomara is getting her feedback, she notes that like her photos were not great because Jay was tending to Katie's emotional needs and not present giving her direction. So the panel's like, girl, you got to speak up. If you need if you need Jay's attention, you got to tell him. But that feels antithetical to being a new model and not feeling like you have the agency to boss the crew around, especially the creative directors. So yeah. Kind of kind of complicated. But then in a an astounding turn, shade button. <laughs> when, when Katie goes up, she says, I just want to save something. Ziomara is lying. Jay was not even speaking to me during Ziomara's shoot. But uh, unfortunately, Katie, the editors have the receipts and they showed us that this was happening. After this outburst from Katie, during the de- deliberation when the girls are all back in the stew room, Katie becomes overwhelmed by her emotions. She starts crying. All of the girls have to attend to her. They put an ice pack on the back of her neck, which I don't even know what that's for. Like, yeah. You are you are definitely a pain in the neck, Katie. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but the great moment here is Ziomara's in the confessional and she says, Katie, pick a character. You're either confident or you're a victim. And, and yeah, we know, I like, we know that Tyra does not like victims because nope. she Tyra herself has learned and grown. <laughs> I mean, this is like the third instance in this episode where Katie is like saying one thing and we have like documented proof of the opposite. Yeah. Um and you yeah. know they they show Ziamara be in the in the shoot being like, hey Katie, I can go before you and you can come out and you can like watch me do it. And so like she is trying to do this like nice gesture. And so then for Katie to go up there and be like she's a hateful bitch she took jay from me and i didn't get any notes from that you know it is like whoa 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 like she was trying to be helpful all the girls saw you weeping and crying and being a mess and jay having to come drag your ass out of the bus like come on now and i think it's so funny that like charlie made a point earlier that like if this was a real photo shoot they would have just sent katie home yeah like yeah you're gonna cry on set you can leave Right. Jay's yeah. done that before in the past. Why couldn't he have done it today? And only she only got twelve pictures. Like, yeah. Over. I would have been so like, um, even... I need more. Like, if I was the client, if I was this, whatever her name is, Susan Seagal, whatever her name is, I've been like, <laughs> I need. I can't. What else to do with twelve shots? You know. Yeah. I would be like, why did we even bring her? Let's just let's just let's just kill her film. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go home. This is why. Oh my God. I have to been on the show. It, Katie's a lot in this episode. Too much, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, what we think might be an ANTM contribution to pop culture in this episode. You know what? I struggled a lot with this because um, not a lot of ha- not a lot happened. It was more drama this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you and Martine outvoted me and said the obsession with Smokey Eye. I mean, where would you be without a Smokey Eye, Giovanni? I mean, it's a life skill that we all have to have in order to uh, be successful in this world, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, I feel like Smokey Eye was everywhere in this era. Like, yeah. it, was, it was every makeup tutorial. It was every runway in Project Runway. Anytime I saw makeup, something discussed about makeup, it was like Smokey Eye. It was in commercials. Yeah. You know how to yeah. do smoky eye, so I guess it was, it was a know. moment. I, yeah, and, I, and maybe I was just too, maybe I was just too young to appreciate the moment. I don't think that this episode invented the smoky eye. I just think that it was like cashing in on that, you know, that moment and trying to be on trend. And I think like smoky eyes, really like the whole thing about a smoky eye. When you think about like it being discussed in this time period, was like drama, right? Like it's so dramatic. It adds drama to the face. Which like fast forward to you know two decades later, and it's like that's what a lot of eye makeup looks are about nowadays, like drama and dramatics. Um, and so I feel like it was just kind of like, it, it. all I think future makeup looks are kind of built on the back of a smoky eye and the like drama that it could evoke and, um, you know, the technique that it used, you know, that you need to have in order to pull it off well. So I love that uh, America's Next Top Model was like solidifying that for us in this episode. There's also the uncertainty of the smoky eye, which you can either end up looking like an international woman of mystery or like a trash panda. Like it can go yeah. either way really quickly. Oh my God, trash panda. <laughs> I love that term. A, ch- a chimney sweep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess you guys have, you guys have points. I, I just feel a little indifferent about oh. it. We it convinced the like... doctor, Charlie. Wow, that's the mo- best thing I've done all day. <laughs> it's face is saying you did not right that's true but... In, yeah podcast a notoriously visual medium as charlie loves yeah. to say <laughs> i'll do a poll and we'll talk about smoky eyes and it. then we'll see what the results okay are. yes call, let's do that call. i want to see it but yeah. the both of you can't vote because they're going to be biased toppers we need you to decide that uh, <laughs> dr amaya is incorrect and that we are <laughs> well let's move into cringe of the week ew gross i think we have a couple nominees martine do you want to kick us off yeah, I mean, I again, I'm sure she didn't mean it in this way, but Joanna's, you know, uh, I'm going to teach Camille a lesson by making her make us food is cringy to me, did not age well. And I think like in today day, today's day and age, like would not go over super well. And again, I love that you guys talked about that in the last episode. Like there's definitely like racialization happening here. And I think looking at this episode in this current age, um, you know, it's like, are you just intimidated by Camille and, and who she is in this competition and how she's acting? And therefore, you know, you you want to do teach her a lesson and make her feel less than she is. Um, I, I, like I said, I don't think that that aged very well. And I was like, Ugh, yuck, Joanna, that's, that's a no, cringe for me. And I think that when you say the words teaching a lesson, you yeah, mean yeah, it. Yeah, that yeah. is like, you're, you're being evil and you want to get revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I that that word has that phrase has never left my mouth, nor do I think it will ever leave my lips because I am not that kind of person. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if and if anything, I try to appease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when my first boyfriend uh, broke up with me and then tried to get back together with me, he said he only did it to teach me a lesson, and I said, "I guess I'm not the one who needed one." <laughs> that's why you're a teacher now <laughs> hello <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to say 
on this note is th that I think I think deeply embedded in this conflict between Joanna and Camille and and Camille and the other girls is what it means to be feminine and what what it means to express womanhood socially because Camille is assertive, confident, um, and sometimes that confidence is annoying for to watch. I think because it seems overconfident and arrogant. But you know, at its core, if women are taught not to act like that because that is more traditionally a masculine role than um, you know, and I think also that we talked about that in terms of like other other black women who've been on the show that like their assertiveness is often um, perceived as being aggression when it's really just like, I know who I am and I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Alexa play flawless by Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Here's what's funny about you saying that is that people's Alexas will really turn on and play that earth into this mere one. <laughs> the the power that I have. <laughs> Beyonce comes when she is called and when you need her the most. <laughs> yes. Introducing just DJ like Dr. just like God, Beyonce is everywhere. <laughs> those are your words, Charlie, not mine. You said those. Yeah. Uh, so my cringe nomination would be Katie's white lady victimhood at every step of this episode and the way that she demands constant emotional labor from the other girls. And the audience. And I don't want to give her any of it. <laughs> no. So, um, <laughs> you know, I really don't care, girl. We're seeing you lie on this show. So <laughs> yes. miss me with the tears. It's very tiring. Yeah. Yeah. I think whoever fell for that performance, I don't yeah, know. Right. If you don't stand for something. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't cry at everything... <laughs> how could that be reverted to a to a, a motivational poster <laughs> keep calm and cry on that's that's um, yeah very yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah mine you know mine is a, a funny cringe be not funny but like you know me i like to I'm, I'm knowledgeable and so when heather and sumar are in the are in the bottom two um tyra tells heather your, your look is too teen which I have a problem with because you are in a modeling competition and you are in an industry where you are considered old at 25. So to, to tell someone that they're too teen, literally when they're still 18, she can't help that. And she's like, maybe it's just like a little baby youthness in you. Yes, that's what she has. Mm -hmm. She's a child still. She's literally a teenager. <laughs> yeah. So I have a big problem with that. I think obviously it's just like you want someone youthful, but again, when they're too youthful, you're too teeny. And I also think that like in the makeover piece, if they really felt like she looked too young, they could have edged her up. They yes. could have given her a short haircut. They could have given her dark, like, I don't know, just really darker messed with her. Darker hair. Yeah. I, think a, I think if you want to edge someone out, it's usually always a dark hair. A dark hair moment is what edges someone out. Yeah. I mean, you gave you one a fucking rooster mohawk. Mm -hmm. And they, they really did just give her more highlights and be like, oh, we took you from West Coast to East Coast by making you a bl bottle blonde. It's like, okay, well, um, <laughs> that's not going to make somebody look older. It's just going to yeah. make them look like a- And even she said that, she was just like, I, I don't get what my makeup, my makeover is like, they didn't do anything to me. Yeah. So I, you know, I feel bad. This is not Heather's fault that she's in the bottom two. I mean, it well. is kind of a little bit, but the makeover did her no justice. Um, so yeah. there again, the the makeup and beauty team, AKA Tyra and Jay failed us again. It wasn't a makeover. She looked a little- uh, It was a make under. She looked hypersexualized, I think, too, right after the makeover when they gave her the blowout and the and the makeup. Um, like she she looked like she still looked young, but she looked over sexualized as a young person rather than looking like a model in that moment. So yeah, I, I think the make the makeover was not good for her. And they gave her the same hairstyle from last week to like in yeah. the photo shoot, she has a little like swoop in the back. And it's like the exact same look. So it's like they're only giving her one look. Yeah. yeah. The one smile. <laughs> should should we vote on the cringe? Um, I'll vote first because I always vote last and have to be a tiebreaker and I don't like to play that role. 
So I, I'm actually going to vote for Ioana's comment about Camille as my my cringe. I was actually going to vote for yours. <laughs> God. Katie's, Katie's uh, emotional labor that I, as an audience member, did not want to do with her because I don't care. It's valid. All right, Dr. Anaya, it's coming down to you this year. I don't like being in this position. See, it's awkward. Uh, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, I saw the tri- the fingers the- go into the triangle. And the, I was like, the Mr. Burns. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, we just gave Giovanni all the power. Yeah, I'm calculated. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I am going to have to agree with Charlie on this one, and I'm going to have to go with uh, Joanna being a um, a Floridian to her, to her yeah. core and being a little... I'm going to say it racist. Yeah. I think, like I said, when you use the term teaching her a lesson, you're doing this on purpose. Yeah. You're doing it with malintentions and I'm not about that life. And um, I appreciate what you said, Charlie, which is that like, you don't really see Camille in her talking head portions, like really like going in like that. She's just doing her thing. So yeah. Camille is just there to become America's Next Top Model. She is not there for nothing. If you're, if you like confidence, that's your problem, not hers. Yep. Yep. Well, let's talk about where Heather is now. In three, two, one, breaking news. Where did she go, Charlie? I, I haven't seen her. <laughs> her last photograph was taken in 2014. <laughs> no. Well, Heather stated that she would be auditioning for acting roles and model gigs when they did a little Where Are They Now segment on, on past models, but she did not pursue modeling. She now works as a nurse, which congrats, essential need it yep. great work and we'll never forget her iconic departure line one man's trash is another man's treasure i'm trash here and i guess i'll go be treasure somewhere else Yikes. i felt that when she said that <laughs> stitch it on a pillow yeah let me tattoo that on my body <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i mean i guess that's i mean she has a point i guess in some weird turn of events I, she just wasn't meant to be a model but she's also neglecting the fact that she beat out thousands of girls to be in the top 12 which is like in itself an achievement. Like, yeah, you didn't win. Yeah, you got eliminated. But at the same time, like you were, you were in the, we're on the show, right? Also another, another way for her to look at her makeover, which like, you know, maybe this is a lot to ask, but like, they also didn't really change that much about you. Like they yeah. kind of, I think we're saying like, you're beautiful. We just really need to like blow out your hair and make you a little bit more of a uniform blonde. Like, I don't know. I think somewhere in that is like, you, you have it. Um, you know, we just need to make some like, some fine tweaks so that definitely not like you're trash you know um but also it's a pretty epic line for a breakup uh if a man is like i'm breaking up with you could be like well one man's trash is another man's treasure i may be trash here but i'll go be somebody else's treasure (laughs) you you know what (laughs) i've never been in a relationship but I think if someone broke up with me, I would probably wouldn't say that. Like, <laughs> I I wouldn't consider myself trash. Like, I would just feel like maybe they just weren't good enough for me. You're trash, dude. That's what I would say. Yeah. 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 I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> I am Dr. Um, Anaya of well, the ANTM. <laughs> <laughs> they will probably break up after after I say that line. <laughs> Is this a personality? <laughs> Um, no one answered that question, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Heather has gotten married since then. She goes by Miss Heather McClure. 
Leclerc. Um, her husband, Jeff, who you can't really see a good photo of. I think it's the same person in her Instagram. He is a realtor in California. So I'm assuming they live somewhere around here. They probably still live in Moreno Valley. You know, I think you you can take the girl out of the IE, but you can't take the IE out of the girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, except for in my case. <laughs> they have no kids yet. <laughs> they do own a Yorkshire. Did I say that right? Yorkshire. A Yorkshire. Okay, so I said it wrong. Cool. Um, <laughs> who goes by the name Princess Fiona. Um, I wonder if it's named after... From Shrek? Shrek. No. <laughs> <laughs> How rude. <laughs> <laughs> huh? How rude for that dog. Like, girl, you look like I an mean, ogre. I wonder, I would love to see what this dog looks like. <laughs> There's not much. She didn't do much, obviously. She um, got some last extensions, according to her Instagram. Uh, but and that's she the is so she thing. is so undercover. You you I don't even think how who the hell could even find her. She's now Jeff's treasure Aww. after being top model trash. <laughs> her words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. You know what? Okay, good. Well, good for her. At least she's happy. Yeah. All's well that ends well. Uh, speaking of ending, that brings us to the end of this episode. How do you like that segue? Look at that. Dun, dun. I'm not new. Um, so if you liked what you heard today, you should definitely follow our socials at YWBOTpod, which is our name initialized, and that is uh, curated by the illustrious Dr. Giovanni Anaya of the ANTM Institute International. The content is A+. Plus. A+. Plus. So Thank you. Do not miss out. Do not miss out. Martine, where can people uh, follow you if they need to address any mistakes that you made on today's episode? Uh, yes, please uh, come correct. Uh, actually, do not, <laughs> do not come unless I send for you. That is my preferred okay, okay, come on, can you gone with the wind, fabulous. That's right. Uh, I am uh, at miles per hour on Twitter and Instagram without any uh, vowels. So that is M-L-S-P-R-H-R on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I mostly post about my dog and things in Los Angeles. So if that's of interest to you, come come and join us. Well, if you want to follow me, um, and you know, there's nothing that I, there's no mistakes that I've said on this so far. I think Dr. Um, Anaya is never incorrect. <laughs> I'm not always right, but I'm never right. <laughs> often challenged, never corrected. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love. Okay, if you want to follow me, um, I'm on Twitter at Giovanni Anaya. Um, I don't want to spell my name out again, but you know. Make um, Charlie the, do it. It's on, yeah. <laughs> it's on it's on the description of this podcast. So you can follow me there. My Instagram is at underscore according to Joe. Because if you don't already know, if it's not according to anyone, it'll be according to me. And Charlie, where can our listeners follow you? I am Charles underscore Jensen on Twitter, J-E-N-S-E-N. But you can call him daddy. <laughs> you can call me daddy <laughs> in fact i might be old enough to be your daddy <laughs> but i'm not paying child support um and on instagram it is charles jensen no underscore the reason i spell my name is because everyone wants to spell it with an o and that is what incorrect thank you thank you for coming to my ted talk get it correct martine thank you for joining us today it was great to have you, you so on. much for joining us thank you fun. for having me here you know i have a face for podcasting so it's, real, <laughs> it's, it's a real pleasure and honor we love a self-aware guest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i love you guys thank you for having me this is great thank you so much for being on here even though you like naima it's okay oh, i know well I'll listen I, I have to have some flaws they're not they're not numerous but they're there 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.